0: Welcome to On The Way. This is Tony Crisp, and this is the 365 Bible Reading Plan. Today is February 10, and our chapter reading for today is Exodus 19. Well, the children have now been away for three months, and they have been in the midst of the wilderness walking with God and there's been a lot of murmuring already. And God has miraculously and graciously and generously not destroyed his people, but he is leading them along. And so many lessons are in those chapters, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. God is leading his people. And when you're in the wilderness, Then you are in the wilderness of God's choosing. Now, when they get to Kadesh Barnea, in the great story of God, we're going to see that they go into a wilderness of their choosing, and it lasts for 40 years. That was an illegitimate desert. That is, it was one that God knew they were going to go through, but His plan was different and they did not want God's plan. They wanted to do it their way, and they paid a heavy price. And all of them died in the wilderness except for Joshua and Caleb, who had been faithful witnesses that God was greater than the people of Canaan where they were going. But right now, from Egypt all the way to Sinai, and while they're there to Kadesh Barnea— This is a desert of God's choosing. Does God ever lead us into a desert place? Does God ever lead us to the place of want and need? Well, of course he does. The things that were written in these chapters were written for our learning and our admonition, not just the Hebrew people, not just the Jewish people. God was speaking directly to us. And you can see that in our own lives. God leads us into the desert. We don't like it. God gives us freedom. We don't like it because it's not our way. That's the sinfulness of man's heart. The heart is deceitful and wicked who can know it. And God can bless us over and over again and yet we turn around and disobey God. And this is exactly what happened in the wilderness. They began to complain and murmur. They had forgotten what God had done. And it is so like us to forget God's great miracles and how He's blessed us. And it is of Moses and it is certainly of God that we say Not thank you for what you've done for me, but what have you done for me lately? What have you done for me today? Because our memories are so short. This is why God said, I want you to set up all of these memorial days and these remembrance days, because surely you will forget and we will. So the Bible says in chapter 19, in the third month after the children of Israel had gone out of the land of Egypt, on the same day they came to the wilderness of Sinai. For they had departed from Rephidim, they had come to the wilderness of Sinai and camped in the wilderness, so that Israel camped before the great mountain. And Moses went up to God, and the Lord called him from the mountain, saying, Thus you shall say to the house of Jacob, And tell the children of Israel, you have seen what I did to the Egyptians and how I bore you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. Now, therefore, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, then you shall be a special treasure to me. This whole idea is that God would put them in his treasure pouch, the special place where he keeps his jewels. He said, you will be a a special treasure to me above all the people, for all the earth is mine. This reminds me of the psalmist David who says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. That's in Psalm 24. You see, God owns the cattle on a thousand hills and he owns the hills on which those cattle stand. Our God owns everything. Sometimes people will say to me, well, you know, I give a tenth and that belongs to God. Well, you need to give a tenth and more because not only does God owns the 10th, God owns the other 90%. God owns it all and everything that he gives to us is a blessing from heaven. God owns everything and that's the first step to understanding how to live and be generous is to understand everything we have is a gift from Almighty God and we are nothing and no more than stewards. And if someone who was a steward, the president of a bank, a bank manager, a steward and overseer were to say this money in this bank is mine, we would call him a crook and we'd give him a fancy name for a white collar thief. He is an embezzler and we would put him in prison. And sometimes throw away the key. But yet, God's people rob God day in and day out, thinking that all they owe God is a tenth. We owe God our very lives. We owe God everything. Everything we have is from His hand. And so we need to ask God every week and every month and every year God, what can I get by with? And how can I give away as much as I can? Bless me so I can be a blessing to others. And so He says, You shall be a kingdom of priests. And a holy nation. These are the words which you shall speak to the children of Israel. So Moses came, called for the elders of the people, and laid before them all the words which the Lord had commanded him. There is no greater definition for preaching in the book of Exodus than this. Now Moses called for the elders and the people, and laid before them all the words which the Lord had commanded. You see, the pastor, the preacher, the Bible teacher is nothing more than a messenger, a voice crying in the wilderness. That's what John the Baptist said he was. And Jesus said, those who are born among men, they're none greater than John the Baptist. The Bible also goes on to say about John the Baptist that John did no miracle, but he was still called the greatest man. Why? Because he preached the everlasting word of God and made the pathway Straight to Jesus. Then all the people answered together and said, All that the Lord has spoken, we will do. Now, this is an amazing statement. In so many songs that we sing in modern-day churches, it's about us and what we're going to do. I will do this. I will do that. And to some degree, those songs are frightening to me because it is about us. You see, we can sing about what God's going to do. We can't sing very much about what we're going to do because our track record is not that we are that faithful. But we can sing of the faithfulness of God because His mercies are new every morning. And the people are at Sinai, and they're about to receive the Ten Commandments, the Ten Words, the Decalogue. We're going to look at that as they have journeyed to Sinai, and they're about to see God in His power and His glory. For On The Way, this is Tony Chris. Thanks for listening to On The Way with Tony Crisp.